everybody. Stephanie Rupert here. Thank you so much for tuning into the Naked Humanity podcast, where we take the deepest dive possible into what it means to be human in the modern world. Today is episode number 40X, and I'm going to be addressing a listener question about happiness. Now, today's topic is great. I'm so excited to jump right into it, which I will be, am doing, jumping right into it. Happiness is a really, really big question, and it's actually a bit of a hot topic. There's been a lot of books about happiness, um, some of which I recommend, some of which don't. There's actually a book about happiness in my book giveaway, I think, a book by Daniel Gilbert Gilbert called Stumbling on Happiness. Um, I'm not sure. If it's not, I should add it or just ask for it, and then then that can be the book you get. Um, Happiness is... It's a big question. Um, and that's, well, anyway, I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. I'll jump right in with the question, which is really all about like people's desperation to be happy today and how healthy is it? Okay. So dear Stephanie, thanks for this podcast. It's really refreshing to come across a voice so unafraid of complexity. I think the most important thing I've learned from you is that nothing is really as simple as it seems. This is kind of hard to cope with, but I'm really starting to get the hang of it. That's just, that's beautiful. I'm going to cry. That's beautiful. That's fantastic. Um, I'm so happy that I could do this for you, uh, anonymous friend. I have a question about happiness. It seems to me like pretty much everyone I know is obsessed with happiness or pretends like they're happy. I know deep down they're not. I get so tired of seeing these cute post pictures on Instagram. I see people who I know are going through deep shit, post selfies, hashtag, hashtag best life, hashtag living my best life with giant smiles on their faces. It all seems so fake. I want the real stuff. I really, really want it. But every time I feel like I'm starting to get my fingers around real happiness, real engagement that is going to last, it slips through my fingers. I have a feeling you'd ask what my life is like when I start to feel happy. So here are some things I've noticed when I'm happy. I'm having good friends. I'm getting up and going to bed around the same time. I have a job I like. I'm a nurse. I'm working day shifts. Sometimes night shifts get lonely. Whether I'm dating or not, uh, my happiness, or sorry, whether I'm dating or not changes a lot, but it doesn't seem to be the primary thing that influences my happiness. What do you think? Do you have any deep philosophical insights about happiness? What's real and what's fake happiness? How do I know if I have the real thing? Yours, Sunny side up, please. That's really cute. Uh, I feel like I'm a sunny side up, please. I feel like I'm like an advice columnist in a newspaper from the 1950s, sunny side up. Um, So this question is, yeah, it's really big. It's really important. Let's start with human nature, right? Which is sort of our shtick here. What is it about humans and happiness and our relationship with happiness? So humans are creatures that it has been shown, like it's pretty reasonably well-established in psychological studies that we are what you might call homeostatic. Uh, We tend to equilibrate around a mean, by which I mean like we tend to be okay all the time. Life has ups and life has downs. And biochemically, this is very true. You know, whenever your body makes a lot of serotonin, you might be a little bit low on supply afterwards. This is why when people do ecstasy, which floods your body with serotonin, the next day you're just like completely zonked. 
you know, or depressed because, uh, the body fluctuates, you know, um, in terms of its neurotransmitter levels. So it's very, very natural biochemically for us to move up and down in terms of our mood. Um, and generally speaking, it has been observed that humans feel like, okay, to like pretty, all right. You know, we might not always be great, but again, very generally speaking across lifetimes and across whole populations, humans tend to be okay and maybe slightly better than okay. You know, life is bearable. We wouldn't exist as a species if we all thought it was unbearable, right? It has to be felt. It is experienced as something that is worth living for, generally speaking. Uh, but this also means that the natural state of humans is not to be super high all the time. Sure, we all know friends. We all know people who are very buoyant, very enthusiastic. Um, and you can cultivate this kind of attitude in yourself. You really, um, you really can you know, by being intentional about gratitude, by being intentional, yeah, mostly about gratitude. Gratitude is pretty much demonstrated to be like very key to happiness, very key to feeling positive gratitude. So you can cultivate these attitudes, but generally speaking, I think it's very important to understand that you can't have expectations that you're going to feel great all the time. Most of the time you'll feel just all right. And sometimes for years at a time, you won't feel all right. But these things do tend to swing. And so um, happiness, insofar as it might be said to be real, is something that, at least in terms of your daily mood, fluctuates. Now, underlying all of this is the question of what is happiness anyway? What does it mean to be happy? Uh, we can take two very general approaches to the question of happiness. One is this like immediate feeling like I said, your mood might fluctuate. You might have a spike of joy or euphoria. You might be really excited about something that just happened. Um, so these are like intense, happy feelings, uh, but they tend to fluctuate, you know? Um, and then there is, of course, this other idea about happiness, which is sort of a satisfaction with your life. And it's more long lasting. And so you might say a sentence like, yeah, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. You know, and, and that's another way of looking at happiness. And I, I think both are important. You know, we want to feel good. We want to have nice moods. We want to um, experience the highs and lows of human experience. Um, but we also, I think it's the, the latter, you know, the longer satisfaction, the sort of more steady state Zen, I'm cool with this. I feel very satisfied with my life uh, that we really um, want to achieve. Now, the funny thing about anything is that if you seek it, you're necessarily in your head thinking that you don't have it. The act of seeking something presupposes not having it. And so if you decide that you were going to seek happiness in your brain, you are already making the decision that you're not happy. And this is part of why people often say happiness is a choice, right? That's a pretty common sentence to hear. Happiness is a choice. Yes and no. You know, mental illness precludes that. Serious traumas preclude that. But generally speaking, if, if you're doing all right, you're like, yeah, in a way, um, happiness can be a choice because it is um, a matter of of perspective. If you think that you are not happy, you are going to be constantly chasing something that is ahead of you. It's like running on a treadmill with a carrot in front of you 
or I guess it's like a donkey, you know, with the carrot in front of a donkey or like a piece of cake in front of the treadmill. All right. I'm getting, (laughs) I'm getting off track. Basically, uh, if you think you don't, or if you think you're going to reach for something, then you automatically tell yourself a narrative that you don't have it. So there is a sense in which you can be like, you know what? I'm happy. You know what? I'm going to choose to look on the bright side. I'm going to choose to practice gratitude, say something I'm grateful for every morning when I wake up and every night before I go to bed. And I promise you that instituting these kinds of habits in your life can make a difference. But you also like, it doesn't change the fact that (laughs) you have practical concerns in your life to contend with. If I'm lonely, there's very little chance that I will feel happy, that I will feel content with my life. I just know this about myself. I end up feeling anxious and depressed. And we see this over and over and over again in psychological and sociological studies, um, that lonesomeness makes it really hard to feel good. So if you don't have a lot of people in your life or you don't have satisfying relationships in your life, then that's something that you might want to address. If you have unfulfilling work, that's something that you might want to address. Uh, if you are particularly anxious about certain things or wrestling with particular, again, traumas or issues, uh, then address them, right? There is an important element of being satisfied that, that actually comes from having a life that is satisfying to you. Now, how do you define what's satisfying to you? Happiness in and of itself, feeling good, is itself hedonistic. There is a sense in which it's kind of selfish. When you're chasing happiness, you're chasing feeling good. You're chasing a physical pleasure, honestly. I mean, it's based off of often like sociological and emotional things in your life, uh, but you are chasing something that is a physical sensation. And so I really firmly believe that we shouldn't try to be happy. And this is of course, because of the thing I said about choice and, and lack and desire, but also because happiness, contentment, satisfaction is best achieved, not when we're serving ourselves, but when we're serving others, you know, participating in, in communities and volunteering and um, doing work that we think helps the planet, you know, which is why people don't understand why I'm so obsessed with working all of the time but it really helps me have a feeling of satisfaction with my life to know, to see impacts that I might be having on the world. Um, one of my favorite quotes actually is something Emerson said, Ralph Waldo Emerson. He said, the purpose of life is not to be happy. It is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have make it, to have made some difference that you have lived and lived well. I love that. And I personally find it to be so real. You know, like I mentioned, sometimes really terrible things happen. Sometimes we struggle with mental illnesses. Maybe happiness isn't what we should all try to be. I actually think what we should all try to be is brave. I think we should contribute. I think that we should participate. And in doing so, even if we have a hard time with happiness, we do have satisfaction, you know, and we are doing the right thing and and satisfaction comes from, from doing things that we think are right and meaningful and good. And it's hard, it's hard work, but pretty much the, like the vast majority of good things in life are not easy, right? You have to put an effort to have the most beautiful things. I just, I think that that's very real. I think that that's very true. You know, we live in a world also, I think it's worth 
um, making very serious note of the fact that we live in a society that puts pressure on us to feel a certain way and for our lives to be a certain way. And, you know, the advertising industry, which like defines our lives, it literally defines our lives. You cannot escape advertising in any way, shape or form, no matter how hard you try. And I I do try pretty hard. We are surrounded by media messaging and the primary message that you get in media is your life is not enough in so many different ways. You're not pretty enough. You're not rich enough. You're not successful enough. uh, You're not popular enough. You're not really anything enough. You're not happy enough. This is part of the fabric of our society is this message that you are not happy enough. So you need to understand that you're being influenced by it and don't listen to it. You know, turn it off as much as you can escape it. Um, And this even means like, it's not just in magazines. It's not just in adverts. It's in, it's permeated our daily lives. It's an Instagram, right? People are living into this narrative that like we need to be happy in order to be validated and we need to be happy in order to be meaningful and to be worthwhile and, um, to seem successful to people. And so this is why we see things like really sad, depressed people, hashtag living their best lives, you know? And maybe they are just trying to live their best lives or trying to convince themselves or, you know, get feedback, have other people tell them their life is good. But in the end, the only people who can judge whether our lives are good are us. And the standard by which we judge that should be like, am I doing my best? Am I trying to live well? Am I trying to live honorably? Like Emerson says, am I trying to be compassionate? Am I trying to be useful? These are the questions we should be asking ourselves, not am I happy? Happy, yes. Happy matters. This physical sensation of happiness really does uh, matter, but it follows from having a life that is uh, beautiful, you know, from having a life, and I mean beautiful in the sense of meaningful and well-connected and vulnerable and deep and putting effort into being a good person. These are the kinds of things that we should be working towards. And then satisfaction and this physical feeling of happiness follows um, so I hope that that has been useful to you, Sunny Side Up. Please, uh, this is at least my personal perspective. I would love to hear um, what you think of this. Write me back. Write another question. Just fill me in. I don't know. Um, I want to know, and I want to know how other people feel about these ideas about happiness and your experiences because I think it's it's real. So hit me up um, on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter and um, let me know if you want. Uh, drop some comments somewhere, or if you want to turned it into a question for this podcast or a comment. I'm very happy to hear comments as well. Um, you can drop me an email at stephanie at nakedhumanity.org or an uh, in Instagram, follow the link in my profile or go to my website. Uh, the form is very easy to find there at stephanieruper.com slash form, nakedhumanity.org slash form. I literally have put these things everywhere. Um, and if you're confused, just message me and ask it. It's, it's incredibly easy um, to find. Um, as ever, uh, I have a winner from this week's giveaway, the book giveaway, Naked Humanity every single week gives away one book, one of my favorite books to somebody who writes a review of the podcast. I like to say thank you for taking the time and effort to do that. Um, and so the process for submitting for the giveaway is very easy. All you do is take a screenshot of your review as you write it and email it to me at stephanie at nakedhumanity.org or um, get it to me on some of the other uh, social media platforms. Uh, This week's winner, his name is 
uh, Nick Rosen, and he has taken Girdle Escher, Escher Bach, uh, which is a really, uh, really great book on uh, on the list of possible books on the book list. If you want to see what books are on the list, go to stephanierupert.com slash book giveaway. There's also a link in my Instagram profile. So link to everything in my Instagram profile if you haven't noticed. So please do, please do check it all out. Uh, and let me know if I can be an assistance in any way. And please do, of course, send in a question. I would love to hear from you, Stephanie at nakedhumanity.org or stephanierupert.com slash form if you want to submit anonymously. I am Stephanie Ruber, of course. You know where to find me. This has been Naked Humanity. Please do get at me if you have any questions. Thank you so much, and I will talk to you next week.